Welcome back to episode eight of the Wonder to the Soul podcast. And for the first time, we are going to have a return of a guest. And we couldn't think of anyone better than our president and CEO uh, to be our first repeat guest in Page Jewel. Page, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it. I assume you've been listening and taking great notes on all the stuff Steve and I have been doing. Oh, it's been awesome. Yeah. I mean, the feedback that uh, that you guys are getting throughout the team has been amazing. So we wanted to bring you back on because the last time we had you on, we kind of talked of Richmond Window and Renewal by Anderson joining forces um, in more of a broader aspect. But I think today we're going to try to focus on Richmond Window and today's world, the current climate of our our company. And the first seven guests, besides from yourself, have all kind of shaped that. Uh, and we had the top three of each department and Steve, Lucy, and Paul in the formation of that leadership crew. So I guess we'll start with Paul because he's been here the longest. Right. And he's kind of had his hand in everything. What was like your first time meeting Paul Music like? Uh, first time meeting Paul Music, I still remember the interview. <laughs> uh, he came in and he'd been in the hospital field working at, uh, I can't remember, like a Bon Secours hospital. I can't exactly remember the hospital. And he just wanted to get out of that and get into, I just remember said he just wanted to get into the business world. Um, so went well. We hired him for sales at first. And then I don't want to go yeah, on every, did, yeah. every single position, but he is, uh, you know, like a utility, you know, baseball has utility men. Yeah. So he's been a utility man. He's pretty much done almost every job here. Um, then he worked his way up to be our operations manager. So it's it, it's been a great ride, and he's done a great job. He's been here the longest, and yep. Lucy's in between Steve and Paul. Right. And obviously she got into a little bit with you. You know Lucy on a personal level, but she's added to the marketing team. It's grown, and then that's led to Steve's hiring his team growing. Yeah. So Lucy started here, I guess, roughly 12 years ago, and I do have, I've known her for a long time. She is my sister-in-law. So I've known her since she was probably 10, 9, 10, somewhere around in there. Um, and she came in uh, without a marketing background. So she had to really learn from the ground up to figure out, you know, how marketing works, you know, advertising and things like that. Um, we're able to get her onto the marketing council with RBA. And from that point on, she just kind of blossomed and she really knows, you know, the in, ins and outs, whether it's traditional, non-traditional, she knows her stuff. Yeah, and it's kind of created three nice little teams that can function on their own and then work together when the job needs to get done. Exactly. Talk a little bit about the stability that you have, though, with your leadership team. Obviously, in today's business world, it's kind of hit or miss. Some people go to a work and they're there for 25 years. Some people, two or three years, and they're gone. Your core leaders have been here for almost at least five years. Yeah, I think Steve is getting ready to join on being a six year. Yeah, I think five he just hit five. Just hit five, yep. okay. Um, well, the leadership team actually, we didn't really call it, the, I mean, obviously there were sales managers, now the VP of sales and VP of marketing and operations manager. Um, but we didn't have quote what we called a leadership team where we all collaborated uh, in a formal basis until the pandemic hit. Um, and then when that happened, when everything just kind of just went crazy, we had to get together and we met, we met every single day uh, for the longest period of time just to kind of figure out what we're going to do next. You know, we got to be proactive. Um, you know, if there's any cuts that we need to make, uh, whether we're going to just keep marketing, you know, one of our biggest decisions was just to keep marketing out there. Everybody else was shutting down and we just decided we're going to keep going full bore. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, 
I said met on a, a daily basis for the longest time. And then once we started gaining traction through the pandemic, and then we started cutting that down to three to four days a week, and now we're cutting it down to two. So we still meet every day. We you know talk about our department departmental goals, where we're heading, what the challenges are, what the opportunities are. Um, and with that, I want to announce that we're looking to make a little bit of a change. It'll be announced later on. Uh, we'll still be having a leadership team, but I want to get I want to be able to have more voices. Um, so what we're going to try to do is going to we're going to implement something probably could be the end of this year. Could it might not be to the first part of 2023, but we want to hear voices from everybody. Everybody here, the reason you work here, because we thought you were a valuable person and hopefully you think you, this is a valuable company for you to work for. Uh, so we want ideas from everybody. We don't want somebody just thinking, I can't get past, you know, my ideas just don't right. go past the next person. So we're going to have a, a, an open conduit nice. for everybody to bring ideas in. And um, so that'll, you know, yeah. We're going to have to get you on more often because every time you come on, we get some breaking news. Right. That leads me into my next question that I was going to, go into before you even said that is each of those three leaders had a common theme when they were talking about you and just your trust in people um, in terms of to let them do their job, let them lead their team or do what they need to do to get the job done, not just hovering over them. Right. Is there something that like sparks you to lead that way? Is just kind of how you always been? Is it because you've done so much in the company that you, you know, so you can kind of see over them, but I don't know. I, I, it was very high praise, I think, of you, and I didn't. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I just um, I didn't know if you had a reason. Well, but. well, back in the day, I mean, I've I've done it all. You know, I was a sales and marketing manager, along with being the CEO at the same time. So I've done all that. Um, then you know, I had I did have somebody, my vice president, Lynn Burnett, back in the day, who handled most of operations, but I still had a hand in that also. Um, so I've basically done it all. And when it come came time to to bring all these people in. Um, I knew that I needed to find people that I trusted to be able to do this. And all I really have to do is, you know, get our leadership meeting, get the metrics, get the updates, you know, what path we're going down again, the opportunities, the the opportunities that we're looking at, the challenges that we're facing. Um, so I can kind of step back and just meet with them and, you know, that's how a company grows. I mean, if, if I was micromanaging and wanting to know every little thing that's going on, I think, uh, we'd be stagnant. Okay. So the other thing we wanted to talk about is we hit them as a whole in the core values the last time you were here. Um, And I think this kind of goes in with your leadership team and hearing voices. But what people might not know about the core values is they're not that old, right? They're not that old. Started in 2019. And then wait, and it took took us a while to come up with our core values. We didn't just say, all right, care, ambition, integrity, respect, and that's the way it's going to be. Um, We actually met... uh, man, I don't know how many lunch meetings that we had with different people around the company uh, to try to, you know, come up with core values. You know, we listened to different podcasts. We, you know, bring, you know, we didn't bring in outside people, but we had outside sources that we listened to, like different companies, how they came up with their core values. And we tried to pattern, you know, ourselves around some some, some successful companies that have done that, some big companies. Um, so we met and it probably took a few months before we finally came down to our core values and our mission statement and our noble cause. Um, the bad thing about it is, you know, we had great momentum. We did have a big event here um, where we unleashed the core values, uh, went over them, and this is what we're going to live by. And that lasted for a little bit less than a year. Then all of a sudden the pandemic hit. 
Uh, now, when everybody, there's nobody at this office for the longest time, it was just me and Paul mm-hmm. um, here and Steve Began. Um, everybody else was working from home. And when you work from home by yourself, core values sometimes are not top of mind. Right. So that is something that we're really trying to bring. And I think these podcasts are doing a great job of bringing those back in. Our core value hero of the month um, is bringing those back into the spotlight. So we really got to focus hard on those now as we start to get back into normalcy. Yeah. And I think that the what's coming, which you just announced here a minute ago, is going to be a huge portion of that and having people yep. comfortable to stick up. And I think the unique thing is is that while the core values are younger i think you're also hitting a group of people just from knowing the people that work here are all in about the same age of their employment at richmond window as the core values so they're kind of growing uh with the company and the core values that's true and the core values i think it's a big uh for people that we're bringing on board now i think they ask about core like what are your core values and we're able to tell them and that we live by them um, and if we have people here that don't really care about the core values and, uh, we probably, that probably won't be a good fit here. So I right. think that the, you know, the weed themselves out. So a lot of times in interviews, we talk about core values and he's like, Oh gosh, they're going to be one of those companies. Everybody's going to be smiling and you know, what things to do. <laughs> um, but that's kind of, you know, everybody has a job to do, but we want to do it well. And we want to collaborate. So there's some people that, um, we don't hire because we feel that they just won't fit. Okay. Was there any sort of. I don't want to say pushback, but like in these meetings that you had to set up the core values, that gets tedious. Obviously, everybody has a little bit of a different opinion, a different background when it comes to stuff like that. Do you remember anything that was like, oh, are we ever going to hammer these out or type things? Well, yeah, there's always when you bring out something, you know, we thought we'd have like a final draft or a final rough draft every once in a while. And then somebody says, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? And, you know, we, we're here to solicit ideas. So, you know, no, no idea is bad, but it seems like we always get something, you know, thrown on the, we had a board that we wrote them all down. There's always something else up there. And it just finally got to a time says, look, people, we need to draw these down. And we took a poll of which all the ones that we had, I mean, we had tons of them. We did a poll of which ones that everybody thought were the most important. And those are the ones that we stuck with. Okay. And yep. there you go. Install integrity, embody respect, champion care. And you almost caught me there. Yeah. <laughs> Try to remember them all. But that's interesting. And I think you also hit on something, the noble cause. That's something that we maybe don't hit on as much. Um, and it's kind of a two-part thing. And it's going to lead me into the next part of the interview here. But the the first part of the noble cause is to be a workplace that strives to bring in the top talent here in Central Virginia. The second part of it is to give back. So let's talk about the talent part first, because I think that's been a big focus of this podcast one. And then also the past year with the addition of a talent acquisition team back on staff, we've been able to bring in a handful of new people and Mm -hmm. our our teams are continuing to grow. Yeah, we definitely want top talent. Now, a lot of people kind of pigeonhole themselves in their industry said, you know, we want to attract the best. We want to have the best job in the uh mobile communications business or whatever, or advertising or in in the home improvement business. Our goal is to have the best position, the best company to work for in Richmond, period, regardless of what we do. Um, Because obviously, you don't deal with Windows. Steven doesn't deal with Windows. I mean, it's a totally different game. So, I mean, no matter what our end product is, we want to make it the best job, whether you're in sales, whether you're in marketing, whether you're in operations, administration, that this is the best opportunity in the state of, in you know, in Central Virginia. 
Right. And I think that's something that may be good to hit on is I, full transparency, knew nothing about Windows. I saw a job that kind of fit some of my skills that I had. I have an athletics background, which is not even close to um, Windows. But the job description was like, oh, this is the stuff I do. This seems like a nice place to work, more research, had nice conversations. So I think like you look, Thomas, yourself, when you meet with candidates, look for people that are more so meeting the goals of the position, not necessarily knowing every single fact about a renewal by Anderson double long window. Yeah. I mean, you can't um, teach attitude. I mean, right. th- that's something that you're born with in your creativity. Um, we can teach you everything you need to know about uh, the operating systems that we work on about the installation we can teach you everything you need to know we want somebody with bright creative fresh ideas uh, that, that embodies all these and one of my favorite ones is achieve ambition um probably they're all important but i love the ambition mm-hmm. part um so yeah i mean we're just looking for somebody that uh yeah the fits the core values you know a lot of times when our salespeople here we rarely have anybody that has industry experience. Right. Uh, we want people that just know how to sell. And I mean, really not know how to sell, but know how to build relationships, which helps sell. Yeah. And then the second half is the the cares part. And I think something that we should talk more about and that we do for the first half of the year is the renewal or the RW cares check program. Yeah. Um, how did that come about? Um, well, we wanted to give back. Um, so back in the day, we were Richmond window renewal by Anderson, Central Virginia. We were always part of the community, but it was more just, uh, somebody to reach out to us. We'd make a donation and just stroking a check. And a lot of times nobody at the company even knew what we were doing. Mm-hmm. So when we moved into this building, we decided, you know, we're not just going to stroke checks for the sake of stroking checks. Um, we wanted to get hands on. We want the team involved in pretty much everything that we do. So it started out with uh, Cheerioticals, which was making packages for, we had the whole company making package, care packages for children at the children's hospital. And then we made the packages, we delivered them, see the smiling faces on these children that are probably having a bad day, many days straight. And for them to be able to smile, look at them in this package, get a teddy bear and all these other little toys, it was, it was fantastic. And then we did things like, you know, building tables for uh, homeless shelters and, um, uh, for Caritas, uh, building bikes for, for orphan kids. Uh, so that, that, that just carried on to do more hands-on stuff. And then I got the idea that, you know, let's give back monetarily, but let's put that in the hands of each employee. So right. part of the noble cause is, you know, to empower each, you know, each team member to be able to give back to the community. Um, so that's where we come up with the RWC cares, uh, the, Window, what we call window of giving. Yeah, it has. We, we need. It what needs is the branding. name? Right. I, I've called it the check program. It, it usually falls under RW Cares program. All right. Well, the RW Cares, we'll call it quote the check program right, right. now until we come up with a better name. Yes. Uh, but it, we need to come up with a better name because we've been doing it for a long time. Right. Um, but I love that. So anybody at the company can choose. You know, we'll come up with a pool. We'll announce that at the start of the year, 2023, of what that pool of dollars is going to be, equally allocated to everybody here. And they can donate to any charity that they want to. Preferably, we do like it local, but we'll do. Yeah, anything. I mean, it's to the exact is five oh. I mean, if they have a local chapter, five hundred one C three, right? Yep. Um, so yeah, they have to do that. 
Um, but we get such great feedback. Uh, you know, the people come in, they grab the checks, and we get. Um, there's so many people that, that there's a lot of them and people here are just involved with like little small charities mm-hmm. that just do not get hardly any funding whatsoever. And for them to give, for us to be able to give them sometimes, you know, a thousand dollar check, right. I mean, it is huge and it just yeah. goes a long way for them. We'll be celebrating it this year. I think a uh, hundred thousand dollars just in that program alone. Yeah. So that's in awesome. Five years coming up here in 2023. And I, it is amazing. And you get to see it a little bit. I work for the last two years, pretty much at every one of these check things. And I know you've seen it, but it is awesome to have a charity come in and say, you know, either one, we're waiting for this check. We know you guys are going to come through or this is just at the exact right time that we need this money. Yeah. And I think the reward, and I'm sure you can speak to it too, is for the employee is even gratifying. Oh, I think it's more gratifying for the employee than it is for the people. I mean, so just to be able to give back, um, you know, a lot of times people just, you know, you're working day to day, but you maybe not just don't have a whole lot of money to be able to give to charity. And for, for to be able to reach out and give $400 to somebody right. on your own that it's you may not be able money. to do. Yeah, it's considerable money. That's a lot of money. Um, so it's awesome. I want to continue. You know, that's something yeah. that we're just going to keep continuing doing on long as along with all the other things that we did. Yeah, I was going to say, so the, not only is it that program, the RW Cares program, we just ran a, another successful school supply drive, so it was mm-hmm. cool to go over to the Henrico County Schools and drop that stuff off. That's just on your employees' dime. But the other thing that we've done that's been a lot of fun and rewarding to me is the construction project. So we do end up giving back for what we know how to do. We donated, uh, I think it was 13 windows to the St. Jude Dream Home this year yep. uh, that raised over a million dollars for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So... Just that's a unique perspective, too, to see. Yeah, that was huge. Uh, St. Jude's Dream Home was a, a very cool and rewarding project. Um, we've also done, you know, rebuild um, Richmond. Uh, so we've done a few homes for them, which is fantastic for some lower income areas that, just, you know, homes that need help. So be able to pitch in and donate the labor and windows. And sometimes we've done other things, fix bathrooms and all that kind of stuff. That's a little bit beyond our expertise, mm-hmm. but uh, we have people that can that know some of this stuff that we're able to do that. Um, and then we have another big thing coming up this year. We'll be a title sponsor for Angel Tree. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be this Christmas. I guess uh, there'll be an announcement made by you guys here soon. Shortly, yeah, I think so. This will run at the end of September. This program will run in November through December. But if you're a Richmond resident, um, Angel Tree has been around since I was a kid. I remember doing this with my mom. I've never been on this side of it, like the company doing it, but it seems like there's a lot of fun and there's going to be potentially opportunities for people here to volunteer yeah. uh, in terms of helping organize gifts, helping giving out gifts uh, as that rolls around. So that's a exciting. And I think we actually had the opportunity to go to Channel 12 and work on their call bank. Yeah, they have their call center. There's yeah. a lot of fun opportunities coming up, but that is exciting. And I was excited to see that you were doing that this year. Yeah. Yeah. And then before that, though, renewal's big kick is United Against Cancer, which is coming up in October. And uh, I know the answer, but since you're here, why don't you tell everyone what we're running for October uh, for the United Against Cancer campaign? All right. So for United Against Cancer um, campaign, which will be in October, and it's uh, we do this in conjunction with Renewal by Anderson. Renewal by Anderson has donated you got to give me that number again. It's an astronomical number. Yeah, it's, I think almost f- $5 million, I think. No. no. 
We did 500,000 last year. Maybe it's a million. It's about a million and a half, yeah. I think, something like that, in three years' time, mm-hmm. which is amazing. One of the top donors for the American Cancer Society. Uh, so we're going to do uh, $5 per window door that we sell. Uh, that'll go. We'll tally that up at the end of the month, and that check, and we'll you know, go to the American Cancer Society, and we're looking for at least a $5,000 donation to be made to them. Yeah, that's awesome. Last year... We hit that goal right like on the head. It was like 5005 Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then some other things, we're going to try to partner and have a team here for the uh, local American Cancer Race Making Strides, which will be Sunday, October 16th. So if you're an internal employee, it'll be in your email here in a few minutes, actually. And one, one thing cool I just want to, it's part of this, um, Renewal by Anderson has come up. We have RWC Cares now. They're getting ready. They're launching Renewal Cares. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll yeah. For them to be able to have the renewal cares arm too, so we can work in tandem with RWC cares, renewal cares. So that goes a long way. And what, I mean, just kind of, t- I mean, we sit here and just kind of recap all this stuff we've done. And I, I don't know, this is maybe a little unfair to throw you on the spot with this question. Um, but what led you to, to do all this? I mean, this is, you don't have to, is I guess what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, it's, we've been here since 1954, the only reason we've been here is because of the the people around Central Virginia have trusted us for for so long. Um, so we just want to be able to give back as much as we can. Um, yeah. It's because of them uh, that we're here. And you say all these charities, you know, we don't do a lot of work for charities and things like. I mean, as far as installing windows at big buildings and things like that. But uh, a lot of these people that we donate to, they're customers of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, we hear great stories. Oh, yeah, you guys did one this for us back in, or siding for us back in 1982. Um, so it's just giving back to everybody that's, you know, yeah, here in the Richmond area because they've supported us for so long. Yeah, it's been awesome. Paige, I think, Stephen, did you have anything you wanted to add? I've put you on the spot there. I think it was excellent. Yeah. All right. All right well, let me, let me, uh... Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. I think that was an excellent, excellent episode. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I think that. There's some more breaking news from you, so we'll look forward to that. Uh, and obviously, when that, when those, yeah, I do you have some come? exciting things coming up too that'll, I guess, I'll talk about the next time. Oh, do you have more? You, I, I'm not going to even uh, okay. spill the beans now. <laughs> we'll cut this like, part. Please keep going. No, I have something that there'll be a, a program rolled out in the next uh, two months uh, that probably will start right around the time this one airs. Okay, um, but. That'll just be announced in a, I guess, uh, maybe a spot video that we'll put in a newsletter. Okay. This, I love it. This is just this is breaking that, news. This is something everybody's going to love. He, he always drops some bombs. I know. This is the yeah. podcast. All right. And this is all employee appreciation. Awesome. Okay. I think I have an idea, but I'm not going to spoil yeah, we'll, it. We'll all right. Look at the newsletter. <laughs> yeah. It'll be out there. But, Paige, thank you so much for your time. Um, you know, thanks for letting us have this podcast one, but also, uh, I mean, that renewal care stuff is exciting and a lot of good stuff coming up here to end 2022. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, Paige. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of Wonder to the Soul. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. If you are listening on Spotify, rate and uh, follow this so you get every episode. And we will talk to you for episode nine next week.